Whatever business you're in, growth isn't just about getting bigger. At ADP, we believe it's about getting stronger by turning data into insights so you can build teams that work as teams. By using our AI technology to help catch payroll errors before their errors. And by keeping ahead of thousands of changing regulations so you can keep ahead of everything else. ADP helps businesses like yours grow stronger every day. ADP, HR talent, time, and payroll. Welcome to the first episode of 2020 of the Prosperity On Air podcast. I'm your host, Paola Devescovi, and today, in this episode, we will experience a completely different energy from the energy of the last episode of 2019. If you remember, uh, episode 28 was all about digital marketing, promoting yourself, uh, make your, making yourself uh, visible, how to use digital marketing for your business. Uh, and uh, these were the topics that we've discussed with my guest in that episode, Marta Ceccato. And if you haven't listened to that episode, I encourage to do so especially if you are starting out in your business. And I know that many of my listeners are people who are considering, who are interested and willing to start their own business this year. So Marta makes things very, very easy. And uh, so if you haven't done so, Check out uh, this episode, listen to it, and the the link uh, is in the show notes uh, of this episode. So today the energy is completely different. Uh, It's a a more spiritual energy, uh, the one that characterizes this episode. Um, I'm very, very thrilled uh, about today's interview and uh, about my guest Uh, in this episode, uh, because we share a lot. Mm, We will be speaking about the importance of meditation and how uh, meditation can really help you design your day so that you are living from a very positive uh, um, space and uh, how this affects everything you do. We will be speaking about Reiki and the difference between traditional Reiki, the Uzui Reiki, and angelic Reiki. And if you have been following me for a while, and uh, if you have visited my, my website, you know that I am a Reiki master myself. Reiki is uh, accompanies me in uh, my daily activities, in everything I do. Reiki is a very important part in my business, actually helps me um, in my business decisions. And if you are interested in knowing more about how I integrate uh, Reiki into my business, uh, there is a specific section in my website and I will add this one too to the show notes so you can know more uh, about how to use a spiritual tool in your uh, business. So my, my guest 
today is uh, Debo Kelly. She's a meditation and uh, angelic uh, Reiki teacher as well as a holistic health coach. Uh, she is a registered nurse with a 20-year experience in supporting people to heal themselves. Working in the healthcare industry gave her a passion for wanting to heal those that she saw in disease and uh, who were experiencing a disability. Uh, her mission and vision is to help heal the world one person at a time and teach everyone to connect with their inner power and know the unlimited benefits of the self-healing practice. Her deepest desire is to create a community of healthy, healthy individuals who appreciate themselves, their family, friends, and everyone and everything in their lives. This episode is sponsored by my brand new membership group coaching program, The Prosperity Hub, that is starting on January 9th. A program that is designed to make coaching available to everyone. It's a very affordable group coaching program. Um, every month is devoted to a specific theme, to a specific topic. There, there is one masterclass a month, um, weekly Q&A appointments that I call Prosperity Happy Hours. There are meditations, a suggested reading, exercises, everything to support you in the creation of your prosperity in every sphere of your life and in your business or career as well. You will find all the information about this program in the show notes. Now, without any further ado, let me introduce you my guest today, Debo Kelly. much for being with me today. I have already said something about you, but I would like you to introduce a little bit, uh, you know, yourself and what you do to our listeners. Yeah, so my name is Debo. Um, first and foremost, I'm a mother of uh, three grown-up children and I have uh, my first grandchild, coming into the world in December. Congratulations. Thank you. Congratulations. We are seeing each other just to tell our audience. So you don't look like a grandmother <laughs> at all. <laughs> so I'm absolutely delighted about that. Mm. And um, I've all, I'm also a nurse. So I've been a nurse for many, many years, but I left and went back into nursing about 20 years ago, and I'm a registered nurse and uh, a diabetes specialist, so quite highly skilled in that area, um, but I've recently chosen to give that all up, because mm 
I'm now Angelic Reiki Master Teacher. I'm also a meditation teacher and, uh, and a health coach. So I've been training for a number of years with, to collect all of these skills. And now I'm ready. Um, I've been doing a little bit on the side for the last few years, but things have really picked up this year. And, uh, and I'm extremely happy and uh, excited about everything that's coming up for me. The doors all seem to be opening every time I just knock and it just opens. So the universe is aligned at the moment. So I'm absolutely delighted. And I totally feel guided by the angelic realm. So there you go. Amazing, amazing. And as we said just before, you know, we started recording this, uh, this episode, we share Reiki. I'm a Reiki master myself, Reiki master teacher myself. So uh, this is something that we certainly share. But, you know, I would like to ask you to begin with, how did you get involved with Reiki? Um, I went through a very difficult time in 2006. I was very depressed. I was crying all the time. I think it's something that lots of people generally have a, a time in their life, which is really that difficult. And I think for me, it was because the kids were young, life was really demanding, husband was busy, you know, I think finances were a bit tight. So I think all of that made me feel that way. And I was introduced to Reiki just somebody just came to work in our surgery you know she didn't actually stay but she said oh I went for Reiki at the college you know it was really really good and I'm thinking oh that sounds like what I want so I came home did the search and found a master teacher living not too far away from me and I had my first Reiki healing session and I was blown away with it and I rang her up and I said, look, I want to learn. And I spent a whole weekend, just me and her. So Reiki level one was just me and her. And I spent two days learning it. And I tell you what, it was unbelievable. And the angelic Reiki, I've only become involved this year. And, but when I did my Reiki level one in 2006, it slowly changed me as a person. So I, you know, I became more happier, more contented, more reflective, you know, more positive, and and then things just changed. But I think Reiki, Angelic Reiki, found me this year, okay. and uh, and it was because I needed that extra push to move from where I was, and I was I was too reluctant. I was comfortable, and I think it was the Angelic Reiki that needed it. Need, I needed to move, and that's what I needed to push me. So that's why I'm. Uh, with uh, Yusui Reiki, I only did one and two. With this one, I've gone all the way, and I'm, uh, I've just, last couple of weeks, I've done my master teacher. Okay, so just for the audience, I mean, me and you are speaking the same language, so yeah. I know what you're talking about. So if we can say, first of all, what Reiki is, and then also what angelic Reiki is. Okay. So Reiki, as you know, is... Yes. Healing with energy, which is universal energy, is everywhere. But when you become a Reiki healer, you get tuned to receive the energy. And then you're able to, through yourself, like a transmitter, you can then give healing through your hands. You receive the energy and through your hands, you transmit it to the recipient and give them the healing. Now, that's beautiful in itself. 
but when you do angelic reiki it's a step further so when you are doing doing the classes you get attuned to receive uh, the symbols which are downloaded to us and also you get initiated in the angelic, angelic kingdom so the difference between yusui reiki and angelic reiki is the angels do the healing so we become the channel through which the angels heal so i would place my hands probably you know my first part of my hand on the recipient's shoulder kind of like that but from the other side and the angels come into us and then through us they do the healing so the healing is very pure because it's given by the angels it's not given by me and angels are not what we think they are they're not beings at all they don't have wings they don't look like people they're just an energy form so the energy that he received by the recipient is very powerful and it's very pure because it's not going through me and also it's going to be the, the most perfect thing that person needs at that time i see it I may see. not be like somebody may have pain and they want the pain gone but it may not be the pain that needs healing it may be something deeper that needs healing but with angelic reiki they will get the most perfect healing that is right for them and uh, you, you know with uh, just to tell the audience uh, uh, in a in a reiki session uh, the 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 client is on usually a bed and uh, the um the reiki um the, the reiki practitioner places uh, his or her hands uh, generally you know in where the chakra are and then of course uh, where uh, there's need okay the, the the practitioner is guided to place his hands where he, 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 uh, the, the person needs that and the session more or less may last something between half an hour up to one hour absolutely it is the uh, angelic reiki session different and no it's very similar okay. very similar so it's around about like 15 20 minutes history taking 30 minutes maybe of uh, the actual session 20 to 30 minutes of actually doing the healing then another 10 minutes 15 minutes before your client goes so you kind of like have that few minutes before they go uh, with the uh, Isui Reiki, you place hands in different parts of the body, whereas in Angelic Reiki, if you're sitting down, it's on the shoulders, and if, you're, if your client is on the couch, it's uh, the thymus or the higher heart and the yeah. sacral chakra. So it's, that's, that's really it. We don't really move. They're the only two. Or you can do it from behind, you know, if the patient is um, different things. But generally speaking, and we do get... Even in Angelic Reiki, you get guided, but you get guided in a slightly different way. So I wouldn't move my hands, but I may do other things. Or the, because the angels are doing all the healing. I don't need to move my hands to wherever it's needed. No, the sure. angels do all of that. So, uh, yeah. So that's, uh, yeah. <laughs> so you've always been... Um, um, taking care of people as you said you are a registered nurse and so you've been taking care uh, of people as a nurse and now you are doing this as a, an angelic reiki master teacher um, how why did you i mean why did you give up your nursing career 
Um, because I was giving off myself a lot. So um, I'm in a controlled environment. Uh, I'm managed, so I've got a boss. I'm employed by somebody. My times are structured. So I've got to be there at nine, finish at a certain time. There's so many jobs that need to get done. And I need time for my clients. I was, I'm highly skilled. So it's like in diabetes. I wanted half an hour with my client. because I've got a lot of information to give them. And, but there wasn't the time. It was 10 minutes, 15 minutes, and that was it. So I didn't like the environment I was working in. I didn't like the structure in which I was working in. I still wanted to remain caring, you know, be in the caring profession. And I have, so I've done a number of things in my life. So I started, went into nursing when I was 18, got married at 25, and I left nursing and became a businesswoman. So I ran a business with my husband for like a number of years. If I tell you how many, you work out how old I am so, for a number of years. Mm-hmm. And then I went back into nursing. And a part of me found that structure frustrating. You know, I wanted to be free of the structure. I wanted to care for people, but I wanted to be free of the structure. So hence, I slowly, slowly decided what was it I was going to do, what would give me... And I also wanted flexibility in my own life. I don't want to be going to work nine to five every day. You know, I want to spend time with my family as and when I want to. And, uh, and, and for so many years, I've been doing, you know, training up to do that. And uh, I love my job. I've always loved my job. I still do a little bit. I do half a day, half a day a week. Uh, okay. <laughs> Which is not a lot. You couldn't you couldn't leave your patients completely. No, I couldn't. Actually met a patient today and he was like, oh, are you still working there? And I said, I'm sorry, I'm not. He goes, oh my God, that's a huge loss. You know, <laughs> like, you know what else could I do? I do feel guilty sometimes because they all tell me we're missing you. But yeah, I'm very happy doing what I do. So you, you chose Reiki, angelic Reiki. And meditation. And meditation, you know, yes, yes. Meditation is a, a daily practice for me yeah. too. Yeah. I've been meditating since I was 18. Yeah. Now, uh, you know, after a few years, yeah. <laughs> I, I, I still meditate every day. And so, yes. So before speaking about meditation, my question is still about Reiki. What, is it really that, you know, has drawn you towards Reiki and still draws you towards it? I mean, why did you choose this healing practice? Yes, you, you know, you went there by chance, but then you continued and you wanted to, you know. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Okay. So um, what's I going to say? So with my job, uh, I wasn't happy. So it was serving my clients, but it wasn't serving me. It wasn't doing much for me. I wasn't happy where I was working. I was frustrated. I, I didn't, didn't really like what I was doing. And so um, a friend of mine and myself, we went to do a course in January, at the end of January. It was called um, DNA Clearance Stuff. And I wanted, I knew, I've always known that I'm a healer. It's uh-huh. always been a big core part of me. It's like a fact, like my arms or whatever. 
but I didn't actually use it, if you know what I mean. I always knew I was a healer, but I really didn't open up to that. So I went on this course, and about a week later, I'm sitting there, I'm thinking, I've done another course, paid some more money. You know, we've all been there. And what have I got? And a really loud voice, like, like almost somebody telling me off in my head. And it was, you're a healer, go and heal. What are you waiting for? Go and teach meditation, to start teaching meditation. So I started teaching meditation. Uh, I still do about two to three workshops every month, locally around that corner from my house. Absolutely love it. And then I went and went back to do the angelic Reiki one, two and everything. And I think for me, meditation was a fantastic start because teaching angelic Reiki they're all meditation. So angelic Reiki is taught through meditation. So it's, it's a meditate, you're in a meditative state when the symbols are downloaded into you. You're in a meditative state when, you're, when your uh, master crystal's tuned. You're in a meditative state when you go and when you are tuned to the angelic kingdom. So because I've done so much, because that meditation is a big part of me, teaching angelic Reiki is just that, it's just a normal next step. And I absolutely love it because I feel now that I am never alone. Yeah. And there is nothing more beautiful than that. Yes, yes, I agree. And, yeah. and I did ask the question, I did ask the question, why should I leave my job? Because I was guided, they kept telling me, you know, and I was like, why do I leave my job? Why must I leave my job? And the answer was, Simple and straightforward because it doesn't serve you anymore. Yeah, yeah. Speaking of meditation, <laughs> yeah. is there a specific type of meditation that you practice and teach? So I generally, in my introductory workshop, I do two different ones. One is um, just de-stressing, helping them relax, unwind, and just come into the stillness. And the second one is about love. So loving themselves and really feeling that love because I think a lot of us, generally speaking, especially women, we are so busy giving of ourselves, whether it's in our career, whether it's our children, husband, you know, our lives, we don't tend to focus enough on ourselves and we've become, oh, I don't like the way I look, I don't like the way I do this and this isn't right. And you know, self-love is the most important love there really is. So I teach self-love. Unconditional self-love is one of the theme of one of my meditations. And the other one is relaxation. And I, when I do the relaxation, I use energy that, you know, just comes in and just as the energy flows through their body, it relaxes everything. So I could really go with any meditation. You know, there's millions of them. Yes, yes. And it's also interesting to, when you start practicing uh, meditation, also to try different types of meditation yeah. and then find the one that, as far as I'm concerned, for example, is a combination of different types of meditation. And so you find the one that really is good for you, that does the work. Um, you know, I, I hear people um, I, I also, you know, um, teach meditation to my coaching clients 
And sometimes, you know, they, they say that it's very difficult for them to, rather than, you know, find that stillness, physical stillness, is, you know, they have problems in dealing with the thoughts that inevitably come to their mind. So, yeah, what, yeah, what can you say about that? So, what I say to them is to connect with my voice and the music that I'm playing at the time. And if any thoughts come, just let them go by. Don't get stuck in the thoughts. They're going to come anywhere. They'll come and go, you know. But every time a thought comes, try and start absorbing the energy, uh, the, you know, either connect with my voice or the music. And if not, just their, their, their breathing. So sometimes what that does is, you, you know, you focus on the breathing or you, you're just absorbing the music. Next thing you know, you, you'll, you'll get there. Sometimes in the very, I do two meditation in each introductory workshop. So the first one, they don't connect as deep, but the second time they connect, they're like, oh my God, it was so much easier this time. It was so much better. It was really deep. I had this experience. I do a lot of sharing as well in my, my workshops. So they're very interactive. And uh, yeah, so that's how I help them through that process. I see. And what about your meditation practice? Every morning, most mornings. <laughs> But every morning, yeah, yeah. it just sets me up for the day. Yeah. Absolutely beautiful. I can't be negative when I've just done some meditation. It just puts me in a very positive headspace. And, uh, and, and, and um, what's the word? Uh, inspiration. Yes. So you get a lot of inspiration from, from meditation. Yes. Yeah. Um, uh, as far as I'm concerned, it, I also meditate in the morning. I find it difficult to meditate at night. Yeah. Um, and in my case, also, you know, it sets the it helps me set the intention for the yeah. day. So the whole day becomes more intentional. And yeah. when there are the inevitable interferences that you know, <laughs> uh, force me to change my my schedule and things like this. I accept them more easily because of this. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, great stuff. Yeah. So you also said that you are a health coach. Yeah. Yes. So how do you help your clients? I help my club because I've done neuro linguistic programming. Mm -hmm. Also, I've been a nurse for 30 odd years and kind of the relationship or the way that I communicate with my clients in the, in the, in the general practice anyway, because it's me in my room with a client sitting next to me and a lot of it is coaching, a lot of it is helping them, health promotion, helping them change. And then once I did the, the NLP course, it really gave me the skills. So I, 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 I was concentrating a lot on their health. The reason I say health is because I've got the health background and not only can I help them with the change of changing their mindset, but I can also help them with lots of other things with general health as well. So really my coaching is more about changing the mindset. It's about what you're thinking, the kind of thoughts that are going around and what are the, how are these thoughts impacting your life and how can you change them? Okay. And so, so that's, yeah. And when you work on your mindset, this has an effect on everything else, including everything your else, everything else. So, and I will teach, like you say, you teach the meditation. I teach the meditation. 
Yes. You know, as, as part of, uh, I give them some meditations to take home with them and say, look, try doing this as well on, on top of all the other stuff that we work on together. I work on together with my client and I get amazing results because first of all, most of them are women and I've had a lot of Asian women as well because I understand their culture, I understand the family dynamics and, uh, and I'm able to help them because of that. I can go in a little bit deeper because I understand. So yeah. I've heard, uh, I've read uh, rather than heard in the notes that you sent me that you have spent some time in a Tibetan monastery. <laughs> I have. So um, what led me to go there was um, I've recently lost my mom. Uh -huh. September, late September this year. Very and, recent. <laughs> sorry. And I've left, uh, and I've left my job. I've had a big birthday And I had a lot of stuff to process. And, and I just want to, I'm one of those people that if I'm not careful, I can just walk over everything and carry on. And what I didn't want to do was put it all to one side and carry on. I, want, I, I, I didn't want it to come and hit me in the face later. So I thought, right, I know it can happen. So I want to deal with it now, process it, and then move on. And my daughter's uh, wonderful. She's uh, the second eldest of my children. And she did say that. She goes, Mom, you've got to take time. She goes, you can't just carry on, you know. And so I, I think some of us uh, are very intuitive, you know, especially if we're on that path anyway. We can be very intuitive. We kind of like get to know what we want. And I knew that I needed to go somewhere quiet where I could just spend time on my own, where there was actually no structure. I wasn't going on a course. I wasn't going on a retreat with lots of other people with their own problems. I wanted just to be somewhere where I could either be on my own or with people if I so cho chose to do. And a friend of mine suggested this monastery and I had a look at it, fell in love with it when I looked at the website. And it's in Scotland in the middle of nowhere, it's a Buddhist monastery. It's, it's, it's a size of a, like, a, like a huge resort, basically. Yes. It's massive. Uh, very beautiful everywhere you look. Apart from natural beauty, they've also got lots of um, statues and wonderful and pretty things all the way around. And they have a huge temple. So I booked myself in for three nights. And... Uh, Accommodation was very comfortable, very nice. Uh, meals were done for you. But what I found, I met, met, so I did used to talk to people that I met, and so I would ch chat to them you know, during lunch or breakfast or whatever. But I had a lot of time to myself. And I love walking, so I thoroughly enjoyed it. And I come back, and I feel like my energy is cleaner. I don't know whether you can understand that. It's clear. Yes, I do understand. I, it's clear, yeah. it's clearer. And now I'm just totally focused on my business. You know, this is what I want to do. And if I want to do it, I'm going to have to get off and get on with it. And uh, that's exactly what I've been doing since I've come back. Absolutely love it. You know, while you were telling me about this experience, I was thinking, you know, that we people in general uh, rarely take time for themselves. Yeah. We tend to be, you know, always in action. Yeah. doing things doing things being with people and sometimes we really need to 
have a space for us and just you know maybe do nothing and yeah. Uh, yeah um you know when i need to be on my own and have this uh, sort of uh, clear space i'm i live uh, not far from the sea so i go and have a walk there yeah where you know i can uh, clear my energy and my my mind uh, a little yeah. bit Yes, yes. Mm. So, uh, Debo, is there, you know, a, a piece of advice that you can give people who want to start meditating and introducing, you know, the introducing meditation is a, you know, a daily, possibly daily practice in their life? They can also always come to my meditation classes. Yes. Which, which I tend to do on a Saturday. Uh, I do a few Saturday mornings and a few uh, Thursday evenings. So on Eventbrite as uh, healing uh, for um, physical and emotional stress, healing yes. meditation for physical and emotional stress. And, um, and I will be doing a whole day meditation course where by the time they're finished at the end of the day, they are able to go and sit down in a quiet place and, and connect. Yes, so they, and, and where can yeah. people find uh, all this information? So they can find me on Eventbrite. Yes. The Healing Meditation for Physical Emotional Stress. Uh, they can email me, which is dkkelly02 at gmail.com. I've got a website, which is www.debokelly.co.uk. Um, yeah, and they can phone me, which is 784 one two zero four four nine three and you know get in touch with me i can guide you through it i can just talk you through if you don't want to come to the courses you don't want to do anything it's up to you but welcome to give me a call and i can just uh, you know start you on the on the journey yes and i, I yes, will thanks. add all the the links in your email uh in the yeah. show notes of this episode so yeah. People will find them very easily and it will be very easy to get in touch with you. Yeah. Uh, Sorry, I've got one coming up on the 30th of November. Okay. Meditation workshop on the 30th of November. Okay, so maybe you you can also send me the link. I'll send you the link, yeah. Specific events, so we'll add that uh, to the show as well. Fabulous, fabulous. And, and you, Debo, uh, are one of the amazing speakers uh, who will be at the Women Who Dare to Desire conference taking place in London on the 31st of January, 3030. So I'm, I'm very happy that I could, you know, let our audience get to know a little bit better before this event. So I encourage everyone who is already in London to come to the conference and the link to, uh, to reserve your, your seats will be in the show notes as well. Uh, but if you are not living in London, I mean, this can be a good opportunity for you to come and spend a weekend and be inspired by Debo and all the other amazing speakers. Amazing speakers, yeah. Absolutely. At the conference. Yeah. I thank you very much for your time. You're welcome. Loved it. Today, yes. (laughs) And I'm looking forward to meeting you in person in January. Me too, me too. (laughs) Thank you, Debo. Okay, take care, Paula. 
I hope this episode was inspiring to you and maybe you are now curious to add meditation and uh, some spiritual work into your life and into your business. And I hope also that you, you know, are curious to know more about the Women Who Dare to Desire conference taking place in January, on the 31st of January in London. And uh, so I have added the link for you to know more about the conference and reserve your seat and buy the ticket if you are interested in joining us in this uh, amazing event uh, created by my friend and uh, coach Deborah Luzzi. So as you have heard in the previous episode, in order to be able to introduce all the speakers at this amazing event uh, for the for the month of January, there will be two episodes a week of the Prosperity On Air podcast. So I wish you a wonderful weekend and I will see you again on Tuesday for a new episode of the Prosperity On Air podcast with another amazing guest. Bye for now. At ADP, we understand the importance of building the right team and offer the data insights to help. Just as importantly, our AI technology helps you pay the team accurately. Grow stronger with ADP. HR, talent, time, and payroll.